The Sunday, the 8th of May, is known as Ancestors Day. The day was launched on May last year by the Congress of Traditional Leaders of South Africa, together with their partners. The day obviously aims to give sufficient recognition to African spirituality. And to talk to us more, we're joined on the line by Zolani Mukiva, chairperson of the Congress of Traditional Leaders of South Africa. Good afternoon to you, sir. Yeah, good afternoon to you, my brother, and good afternoon to the listeners. Let me just say I'm the General Secretary of the Congress of Traditional Leaders, uh, just to make that point of correction. General uh, Secretary. Thank you for having me. General Secretary. Yes, my brother. <clears throat> okay, my brother. Absolutely. Now we know. Yeah. So please talk to us about the the importance of African spirituality and why we should honor our ancestors. Well, uh, you know, we are African beings, first and foremost, as Africans. And yes. that matter is quite very central in our lives. Mm. We are also connected as the current generation together with our ancestors and through spirituality. Yes. So spirituality is, 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 is the major connectivity um, modulation for us. And, and therefore, it is important that it plays a very critical role in, 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 in the public discourse as we try to find our way into preparing a, a grand future, but also just for the betterment of our lives currently. So we thought that it was important um, to liberate and emancipate the African voice to ensure that uh, we mainstream spirituality in the public discourse, be it uh, the lawmaking exercise, policy formulation, and all the programs that we want to do as the current generation. We felt as the Congress that uh, we made um, a serious oversight when we crossed the Rubicon. Yes. into the new South Africa by not taking our ancestors along, spiritually speaking, in terms of what we're getting ready to do. Mm. We, are, we are not only connected biologically to our ancestors. As, as I, I can't belabor that point, but it is important that I underline it. We are connected to them uh, spiritually and otherwise. And therefore we are saying, as we seek to find solutions, into a number of challenges that we are confronted with as this generation. We cannot only rely on scientific discourse. Mm. It is important that we strengthen that scientific discourse with our spirituality. And that completes the cycle in terms of us as a people and the issues that we have to deal with on a daily basis. So spirituality at all material times or things must always be part and parcel of what we seek to do as we transform our society. Uh, so the ancestors, they serve to actually honor ancestors as our forefathers and foremothers who came before us so that uh, they are with us spiritually as we try to find a way forward in a number of fronts where we are found wanting. So we, we believe that if we do that, we are also taking a corrective step in ensuring that the African calendar itself is decolonized and uh, it, it centralized the importance of, of ancestors in our lives. So that must be reflected in that calendar. We thought it is important that collectively, as the natives, as the Africans in particular, we hold hands together and pay a tribute, which we do so collectively. Not to say that in other days we won't do that, 
365 days a year or 366, we must always honor our ancestors. But we're saying collectively, we have anointed the 8th of May as the day where we do so to salute them and to, to actually appease them and to also ask for wisdom from them and to say to them they must give us you know, their blessings as we try to solve a number of and a myriad of challenges that we face as a generation. So, as you just mentioned now, um, you know, the Congress of uh, Traditional Leaders of South Africa has started a, a petition to have Ancestors Day on the national calendar. Are you getting support for this campaign? We are getting um, a huge support. It's humongous. From all the communities of our country, people are supporting uh, this call. And uh, that support manifested as well as we launched it last year. Many people in different communities did uh, side events, you know, in their own spaces to ensure that as we baptize this day, they are part and parcel of that epoch-making event. So we are getting that support, and it also manifests in the petition that we have started online, wherein people are signing, you know, uh, to, to support that call. Not only there, we are also engaging government. You see, my brother, this, this thing that we have put across, it, it has a compelling case. I, I don't see anyone who, who would raise a hand and say, I am against such a day to honor our ancestors. Because, we, like I said, we are, we are made of the bones and the blood of our ancestors. No one can then say I'm against that. Even government uh, will be propelled to accept this in a final analysis. As a government of the people, it is bound to say yes when the people are saying we want to honor our ancestors in this way and that way. So it's a matter of time. I think everything else is just an academic exercise. For me, I am quite convinced that we've got a compelling case for this to be approved. Uh, Anyway, we don't need an approval of anybody. It's just a question of processing it through, uh, you know, the policy regimes and the policy framework to ensure that it gets the nod and then it gets gazetted. And I think within a few years that will will be happening. And we're saying that we won't wait until it is an official public holiday for us to do the right thing, that of honoring our ancestors year on year on this day, the 8th of May. So, Zolani, African ancestry is often demonized. How, how do we move forward and how do we change this? We need to change that narrative, Genzito, uh, by ensuring that we educate our people in order to decolonize their minds. Mm. Because it is demonized simply because the monstrosities of apartheid and coloniality have always looked down upon our culture and our way of life, including our own spirituality. It was labeled as witchcraft. It was labeled as, uh, as demons. Actually, they refer to our ancestors as demons. If we can accept such a narrative, it means that we are a product of those ancestors. If, if anyone would dare say that our ancestors are demons, they equally say we are also demons. So we need to change that. We need to re-educate society. We need to ensure that we mainstream African syllabus, which gives, you know, an essence of our spirituality and what it entails in relation to the values of Ubuntu. Uh, 
We represent African spirituality and morality. We also represent the values and the ethics of who we are, which are embedded in the indigenous knowledge systems as well as the African wisdom. Unless we take a, a move to begin to put that at the center of the public discourse and begin to educate our people and ensure that the content that prevails, both in electronic media, social media, and print media, is, 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 is beginning to mainstream all of these matters. We will never uh, actually decolonize our minds. So we are saying, therefore, that these are interconnected. The, the education of society and the re-education of society, the conscientization, and also the patriotic sense of imparting on the people to have love for themselves as Africans and to say there's nothing wrong to be African. Actually, there is everything right to be African. So we have to affirm ourselves. We have to ensure that uh, we reclaim our space in society. We reclaim our role in society. So reclamation, restoration, and reaffirmation has to be something that we ought to do to complete, uh, you know, the cycle in so far as the total liberation. Because unless we're liberated on the mind, we will remain fixated on the chains of coloniality. So I'm saying that that must manifest in the formal education as well as the informal education. So in the space where you are as yourself, you are expected to help society to move on, to say that we, 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 we should actually be proud of who we are as a people. And our culture, therefore, there's nothing wrong with it. If there are any elements of wrongness, those we can always deal with them and put them aside. But on the overall, the ethos of Ubuntu and the values of that system of Ubuntu, it's, uh, there's nothing that can surpass that in the world. Uh, that's why we have exported it, and universally it is embraced as, 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 a, as, a, as a doctrine that humanity should take along to ensure that uh, all people are seen to be equal. Before the eyes, not only of the law, before the eyes of the Almighty, we are still equal. So, Zolani, um, we, we are asking our listeners today if it's possible to practice African spirituality and Christianity at the same time. Do you have views on that? Uh, well, uh, we are all born African. We are all born as uh, spiritual beings. Um, then somewhere along, we then um, take religion. Religion is something that you acquire uh, in the course of, your, of, of you growing up. I don't see any problem because in the religion of Christianity, um, there are good uh, uh, things that come out of that. Of course, there are also distortions which are sometimes uh, uh, sort of support the notion of racism. For instance, Jesus being portrayed as a white man, all of those things. But on the overall, if you read the Bible from the book of the Genesis to the book of the Revelation, you can actually get positive stories out of there if you can put them in our own context. And I think if you look at them constructively and positively, they could enhance our own being as Africans, uh, as we use spirituality as our own flora. So I am saying, therefore, that uh, let's take what is common between our African spirituality and that which is good from Christianity and, and capitalize on those and not focus on the negative. So I'm saying 
indeed you can be an African, and I think the majority of Africans in South Africa have embraced Christianity. But what has happened is that they have been miseducated when it comes to African spirituality, and that has been associated with witchcraft, uh, wizards and witches. So I think that's the only part now that I think we need to deal with so that our people uh, are not confused. We will deal with that confusion, and uh, we, will, we, we, we will ensure that we educate society, as I have said. So I am saying, uh, Glenn, that uh, there's nothing wrong. That's my view, that uh, Christianity could be used in the goodness of uh, consolidating and enunciating African spirituality. I don't see a disjuncture between the two. Instead, I think they could easily complement each other. Zolani, thanks so much for your for your insights. Such a pleasure chatting to you this afternoon. Could you tell General Secretary? Ne? General. Yes, general. <laughs> now, <Nah>, okay. <laughs> and you know, a general in soccer, a very important person. It's a captain and a defender. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Have a fantastic day. No. Thank you, my brother, for having us. All right. There you go. Look at you no. no. Is it? He's clean. Oh, sure. The last time I saw him, he was, he was bald and clean. I don't know him I don't, I don't to know. I don't think so. You don't, don't think so? Him. Not the last time I, no, I saw him. No, remember Zolani the poet? Yes. Okay. F&B Stadium. Remember the advert? You love adverts. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love adverts. <laughs> so there you go. Anyway, that was Zolani Mkiva, the uh, General Secretary okay. of the Congress Orange of Traditional. Grove, okay.